Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. It's Believe Sports Business Sports Media. I am Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at aol.com, sportsfred at aol.com. Art Source, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans with us. And, of course, uh, he runs Galaxy Sports out of the state of Pennsylvania. And, uh, Art, i got to ask you a question right off the bat here as uh, we do this on um, Christmas Eve day. It's about 12 noon. Uh, the Rose Bowl going to Texas, Arlington, Texas. Uh, now, obviously, 320,000 Americans have died. We know how serious this pandemic is. So many states say uh, uh, people cannot show up. There can't be anybody in attendance. But on the other side, they find a spot, obviously, in the state of Texas where they can have fans, even though maybe there'll only be nine or 10,000. Art, uh, what should come first, our, our health, our lives, or a few bucks uh, from television as far as the uh, Rose Bowl is concerned? Well, unless they bring the Tyler Rose up from Tyler, Texas, the great running back who we all know about who played for the Houston Oilers, you know, I don't understand why they're taking the Rose Bowl and the, and the, the Rose Parade two of the focal points of New Year's Day and and changing it about and sending it to Jerry World in Arlington, Texas, it, just, it, it is just one more nail in the coffin that I can't wait to get out of 2020, Fred. I mean, there's nothing that makes any sense. Nothing adds up. And it just seems like we've talked about before on these shows that the people who are in power are in such a position – of greed that they fail to take into consideration the kids, the coaches, everybody involved. And I mean, you know, I just found out that the young, the young basketball player from the University of Florida, Won't Keontae Johnson. Right. One of the reasons that he had the problems he had was myocarditis. Yep. And we've talked about this over the last two, three months. This is going to be the first of many cases of young men, not older people, young men, who are going to be faced with problems the rest of their lives because the people in power decided that sports was more important than sharing the pandemic. Right, how come there's not a parent speaking up? I'd like to know that. How come there's not a parent? Oh, to... they spoke up. Remember when Ohio State and all those kids spoke up and said they wanted their kids to play football? You don't <laughs> hear anything anymore, do you, Fred? I want to hear a parent saying, I don't want my kid getting myocarditis or any other illness, a brain illness, a, a stomach illness, a leg illness, a, a spinal yeah. illness, or, or anything else. And the Rose Bowl is important, but, uh, you know, we can live without the Rose Bowl. We can't live without uh, my kids or my relatives or my sons. And here's or... the joke of it all, really, Fred. I wake up this morning. It's, it's Christmas Eve. Got the music playing. I went out. I did my last little bit of shopping, you know. And then I read that uh, three great athletes, okay, well, okay, two great athletes, 
You've got the uh, the point guard James Harden of Houston, yeah. who makes five hundred and sixty-seven thousand dollars a game. <laughs> okay, a game. <laughs> he gets in trouble because he wants to go to a strip bar. All right, he gets fined fifty grand. That's like me getting fined ten dollars. All right. Then you have the quarterback of the Washington Redskins finds himself in a strip bar in Washington D.C. without a mask on. And, you know, at a certain point in time, you have to wonder, wait a minute, what's going on with these guys? Do they have any concept of, of what's going on in the real world? And then Deshaun Watson, who makes the Pro Bowl by winning four games because he's got a lot of potential, and Ryan Tannehill doesn't, I guess, have potential. He gets fined $7,500 for doing the very same thing at a party, and he said he'll pick up all the other teammates' tabs. If they get fined, so it's like who's leading who? The blind leading the blind, Fred. Yeah, I guess uh, there's no question about it. And it's it's scary. It's frightening. It's almost beyond belief, folks. You're listening to Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Of course, we're taping this a little bit after noontime on Christmas Eve day. And uh, yesterday, uh, uh, Wednesday, uh, already because of Harden, uh, the Rockets could not play their game. And I just think. Mm-hmm. That should go down as a loss for, for Houston. As simple as that. And that's the only way you're going to get these guys' attention, is to go ahead and say you forfeited the game because of your poor decision-making. And here's another one, Fred. What about all the great fans of Toronto, less than two years removed from a world championship? Uh, the Tampa Bay Raptors? Really? You have a government closed down. You have a, a new strain of the virus that's attacking England. And, and we're worried about playing sports. <laughs> and we both played them. You played them at the highest level that there is in the National Football League. And Okay, so what, let me ask you, let's go back 40 years, well, at least 40 years as far as you're concerned. What would you be doing? Would you be playing under these circumstances, or would you be saying, I want to opt out? I what, think the guys that opted out made the biggest, smartest decisions of their lives. I mean, you know, the difference between being 22, 24, 25, 26, what is one year in your career? Really, Fred, I mean, is it worth it? Remember the, the great the point guard for Portland? C.J. McCallum, C.J. McCallum, right, right. Is it worth it? Well, we're going to find out as we go down this little, little uh, yellow brick road that a lot of people are going to question, why did we do this? He's Art Source. I am uh, Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. And uh, let's talk uh, National Football League, uh, if we must. Uh, the Rams 9-5, and five, the Chargers 5-9. and nine. Uh, The Rams go up uh, and battle Seattle. And it, basically, I, I think the odds are a little bit wrong, although obviously with no fans, limited fans, it's a, it's a different circumstance. I think Still Seattle, a tough place to play, though. Very know, tough place to play. So I think Seattle should should be a bigger favorite. But who do you like in that one? I actually love Seattle. I think with Josh Gordon joining DK Metcalf and the other offensive weapons that Pete Carroll seems to have brought in and his additions, you know, Geno Atkins on defense. Um, and, of course, the Rams. How do you figure the Rams, Fred? I mean, <laughs> my God, they've got to be, you know, the, the guys who run sports books in Vegas or Costa Rica – they're probably going. Well, what do we do now? You know, how do we how do we know which team's going to show up? Well, if they don't show up in this game, and I'm hearing there could be snow, it could be all kinds of bad weather. 
you know, this is for the NFC West, essentially, this game. So, you know, and, and, and you know, everybody has pledged to what a great coach McVay is, but how do you not get your team prepared to play against the Jets <laughs> in a situation where, you know, I mean, this has happened twice this week. I mean, this is – the Steelers look like they were, uh, you know – uh, were we 11 and 0? Do we have to show up in Cincinnati this week? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't figure it out. I mean, it's it's to the point where maybe the guys really don't want to play. Well, maybe that's it. You know, talking about not wanting to play, Josh Gordon getting another shot with Seattle, and then he blows it again. Yeah. So what? I mean, what are we talking about? What did he about? do now? Did I miss something? What did he do now? Drugs. Oh, he got caught like smoking pot again. I don't know. He got smoked. He some drug because he he's ineligible for the rest of the season again. So my my point is, you know, for you to play an extra year or Fred to make it to the National Football League or the NBA or anything like that. I mean, we do almost anything, you know, that right. that, that is correct. And then these guys do everything that's incorrect, and they they put themselves in a situation where. Well, you know, was Fred, get- let's be honest. Um, the society, society now, the way they're they're legalizing everything. Um, you know, let's be, let's not fool ourselves. When I, when we were growing up as kids, to say that the NBA guys in the '80s and '90s didn't smoke marijuana is the biggest joke of all time. Okay, I mean, come on. I I, I may be I may be born at night, but not last night. So, only- I mean, if it's marijuana, I, I don't have a problem with that. But anything else. You know whether it's painkillers, Vicodin; those are those are killing. Those will kill you in the long run. All right, Chargers uh, five and nine, Broncos five and nine. I actually like the Chargers to win one more time here. Uh, who do you like, Broncos or Chargers uh, on going Sunday? Going away present to Anthony Lynn, or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one, Fred. I, again, you know, I think the Chargers have great talent. Bosa down has two concussions. Ingram. Eh, I don't know if he's not so serious about playing. You know, it's just so hard to bet on either one of those teams, too. I mean, who, who are the Chargers playing? Broncos. Oh, well, wow, I got to go with the Chargers. Just because the Chargers are going to throw the ball with Herbert for 300 yards and Locke may throw the ball for 120 yards and get intercepted four or five times. Yeah, I got to go with you on that one. Good call there, Fred. Well, the, the question, of course, is the, uh, the health of Keenan Allen. But uh, still, uh, I, I like uh, the Chargers to win this one, and we'll see what goes on as far as that is concerned. Hey, folks, this is. Oh, I got to ask you a question, Fred. Did you happen to see the press conference with uh, Belichick the other day? I did not. <laughs> what did he say? They asked him. They asked him about the status of Cam Newton and. You know, not making the playoffs for a few years and right. whether he's going to do this or whether he's going to do that. And he goes, you know, he goes, I'll tell you what. He goes, when I make a decision, I'll be the first one to let you know what I want to do, okay? Why would I want to tell you what I'm going to do when all you're going to do is, is report on it and then the other team knows what I'm going to do? Hey, say, since we're talking oh, – I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, since we're talking National Football League stuff, Josh Rosen – on yet another team, uh, he was on the, the training club uh, for Tampa Bay, and everybody thought, okay, he might replace. Uh, uh, hey, him and him and Kyle Shanahan could be a great matchup, a great duo. 
So you're saying that well, he's not, this week he's not. I mean, I don't think he's going to play. Bottom line, Beathard's going to start. But I mean, maybe he'll get an opportunity to play. Uh, to, and again, just three years ago, you know, there were five quarterbacks taken. He was taken in number ten, and by Arizona. And of course, of the five, uh, he's played the worst. No question about that. Well, uh, what, what has he played? Like he played for for Arizona when they had a defensive coordinator, Vance Joseph, as their head coach. Or who was their head coach? It wasn't Vance Joseph. He was in Denver. But the point I'm making to you is sometimes the right combination, the right coach with the right player, and nobody's ever questioned his physical ability. You don't get drafted top ten in the NFL because you can't throw a pass and you're not smart. We know how intelligent he is. He just needs somebody to put a charge under his ass, excuse my French, to get him going. All right, let me, let me just say this. And say he went to UCLA. I want to talk about UCLA basketball. On uh, Wednesday, they're supposed to play Oregon at 12 noon. The game was going to be televised on ESPN. And then I see a little note at the bottom of the screen, and it says the game will start at 2. At that point, I know it's not going to be played. We find out that one of the referees is... Uh, has tested positive. And my question is, how does Larry Scott keep his job? Under these circumstances, don't you have to have extra referees everywhere at every possible court uh, before the game begins in case of something like this, rather than put yourself in that kind of position? Well, I'm sorry. I would have a full set of referees ready to go at every possible conference game just on the contingency that somebody comes down with something. This is not... This is not a happenstance, Fred. This is this is called proper planning and management. And that's been the problem with the Pac-12. You know, we used to joke about the Pac-12 after dark in football. Then they wanted to play 9 a.m. games on the East Coast, I, I mean, or on the West Coast. And I'm thinking to myself, how can one school or one conference like the SEC or, or two conferences like the Big Ten and the SEC – get $56 million per ball club, and the Pac-12 get $12 million. How do they compete on equal footing when the budgets are that, that diverse? Let me tell you something else. Uh, the, I, I like watching UCLA basketball, even though I'm not a big uh, McCronin fan, and uh, obviously uh, anybody that Guerrero hired, uh, I'm going to take a second and third <laughs> look at, bottom line, just based on the records. But, I mean, okay, so they ended last season uh, okay, and, of course, the pandemic hit. Bottom line is, so I, I want to watch them this season and almost every single one of their games that they did play on uh, the Pac-12 network, which, of course, is not on DirecTV. And again, that goes back to Larry Scott, because according to everything I've read and everybody I've talked to, when DirecTV came to the Pac-12 network, he wanted more than the other conferences. And then if, if they gave him more than the other conferences, then the other conferences would ask for more and more and more and more. So they had to say no. And I'm not a big DirecTV fan, obviously, based on what they've done to me. But the bottom line is I can't watch most of their games. Yeah, uh, yesterday's game was, uh, was on ESPN. We didn't get to watch it. They flew all the way to Eugene, Oregon, and flew back for nada. And the bottom line is Larry Scott keeps his job. I don't, I don't get it. Pay him off. Get somebody else who knows what he's doing and end this uh, charade. I mean, there's enough, there's enough great sports people at high levels that uh, that know what they're doing. I mean, it, it's when you look at the other commissioners in, in the in the you know the the Big Five, 
you know, you look at, I mean, Jim Delaney, yes, he was replaced by the new guy, Warren. But, I mean, it's just, it's at the point where the decision-making in the entire, in the entire Pac-12 has been terrible. And that Pac-12 network, and Larry Scott is the commissioner, I mean, they made a travesty of the entire football season because they wanted to play, you know, second fiddle to the Big Ten. We'll follow our big brothers around. Well, Big Brother's going to play now. Oh, then we got to play. So the season starts in, in November when the pandemic is brewing even worse than it was back in August and September. If anything, they should have moved the season up to further in August, get the season done with, everybody home safe, you know, and, and, and maybe the top 10 teams playing bowl games. Do we need, what do we have, 17 bowl games that have been canceled now? <laughs> I mean, come on, Fred. And, and nobody wants to play. The kids made the ultimate sacrifice, you know, by, by going out and really not not having a real lifetime. I mean, they had to stay pretty much in a bubble. We can all say they weren't in a bubble. But, you know, when you talk to the Notre Dame players, they will tell you they, they, they were not allowed. They were eating box lunches, you know, and, and you know, they, they, put a, they put a whole lot of effort into making this season go. And now they're in a position where, yes, they might get to come back and play a 60-year or a 50-year black shirt, red shirt, however you want to call it. But how about the high school kids who never got to play in 13 states, never got to play any fall sports at all? You know, hey, they're still getting recruited. I noticed last week when they had the first round of the football, uh, you know, they have two different signing days. Didn't seem to keep anybody from getting signed, did it? No, it did not. And finally, in 30 seconds, as we uh, sign off here on Believe Sports Business Sports and Media, did your Trojans lose on purpose uh, to get Chad Helton uh, fired uh, last week against a very average Oregon club? Your comments. I don't know if they lost on purpose, but I'll tell you <laughs> what. They better, they better start recruiting some big uglies up front. They're 10 good, strong studs on defense and offense for being a great football team because they can wing the ball around the field. But yet again, have you ever seen a national championship football team that relies on winging the ball around the field a la, you know, the, the whatever you want to call it, the Mike Leach offense? I haven't seen that yet, Fred. So I kind of think maybe the I formation and pound them out football might be the way to go again. Art, have a Merry Christmas. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. And uh, thanks to, to Darren and Scott and Mario for putting the show together because yeah. I can't do a podcast by myself. And, uh, God bless everybody at the wheel back there in San Francisco. <laughs> and it's raining right here in Southern California. And we'll talk to you soon right here on Believe Sports Business, Sports Media. Bye, everybody. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.